Hello again. The seat, like I said, uh, I'd be back to talk about defensive free agents. I'm your host, Steve Gill. This is the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast, part of the Fanatical L's Network, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Okay, last week we touched on the um, the thinking of free agents for the Browns um, on offense. Let's talk about defense. Um, right now, uh, probably the most important one to think about is two things. First of all, two things. Do you want to re-sign Zadarius Smith? And what are you going to do with Greg Newsom? Um Zedarius Smith, I think they should try and re-sign him. The edge market isn't the greatest in the world. Miles um, Garrett had his best season. Was the Darius Smith on the other side? I know a lot of fans don't like him because he didn't have a ton of sacks, uh, but he had a lot of pressures and he had a lot of quarterback hits. Uh, you know, T.J. Watt had a lot of sacks, but, uh, you know, they were cheap ones. He creates pressure and he helps Miles Garrett. Um, plus, you're going to also have o- uh, Okoronkwo. Um, you're also going to have uh, maybe Isaiah McGuire. Usually defensive linemen take um, a-, a year to to make the jump. Look at Alex Wright, rookie year, not that great. Last year, when he came in and had the sub for uh, Shelby Harris, played extremely well. So... Um, Zadarius Smith, I would I would re-sign him, and I think they would stand pat. You might draft somebody uh, to take his place uh, next year. It's going to cost you know signing Zadarius Smith is going to probably cost you ten to twelve million. But if you re-sign him right, and I'll explain that after uh, I talk about the players, if you sign him right, you can get good value out of him, and then you can draft his replacement for next year. Um, also, they have to figure out on defensive tackle what they're going to do. Um, do they want to re-sign Jordan Elliott? Um, they already have Sika Ika, Dalen Tomlinson, a guy named Chris Williams, and the, the PV guy they picked up later. Um, Tomlinson has uh, is uh, signed 24 through the 2026 20, uh, season, 25 and 26. He has no guarantees. So, like I said, what do you do with Jordan Elliott? Do you re-sign him? I personally would sign Shelby Harris. He would probably cost you $3 million a year. Um, Outside of that, the only really uh, interesting defensive tackle, if you can't get Moe Hurst, would be uh, Quentin Jefferson. He might only cost you about $3 million a year. You're looking for that, you know, what they did with Harris and Hurst this year. You're looking for the same thing. Uh, but you got to find somebody. If you're not going to bring back Jordan Elliott, you got to find somebody to replace him. Um, linebacker. Uh, this position needs a little help. Um, and it asks the question what will a JOK extension cost? Notoriously, this team, like the Eagles, where Andrew Berry learned his trade, does not pay for linebackers. Um, Eagles philosophy is to stick a bunch of veterans together and they usually play extremely well. So who you got under contract? Well, you got, uh, you got JOK and you got, uh, Debate and it's, oh, man, it's really, really, 
um, Tony Fields, who's a good special teams player. Um, I mean, first of all, big question. Do you want to re-sign Anthony Walker? He's been hurt the last two years. Do you want to sign um, uh, Taki Taki? I personally want them to re-sign Taki Taki. And Anthony Walker maybe would only cost you about two, two and a half million dollars a year. Other than that, if they look outside, you got the Eagles, Nick Morrow, two and a half million, possibly Zach Cunningham, two and a half million. And the Texans, uh, Darnell Perrion, also two. Now you're looking at cheap options here. Um, so you just want to fill in. If you can get see, uh, get Taki uh, Taki back, uh, get JOK as an extension, um, then you can bring in another a veteran. You, of course, you're going to keep Tony Fields. Great special teamer. Um, uh, Diabate, I would also try and keep another great special teamer. So, cornerback. Well, this group is a uh, very top-heavy. <laughs> Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, Martin Emerson, Cameron Mitchell, and uh, Khalif Halasi. Um, usually, the Browns will keep maybe six corners. Um first of may greg newsom is due an option right now he is getting uh, about two four two point four million. First week of may that's going to jump to 12 million so do you want to pay your number three corner and let's just be fact he, he's your number three corner your two outsides are going to be denzel ward and martin emerson do you want to pay him 12 million dollars um i don't know if i do I mean, I love Greg Newsom, but you drafted Cameron Mitchell to replace him, just like you drafted Cedric Tillman to replace DPJ. It happens. Mitchell is just as talented. So if they trade Newsom, what are you looking at? Uh, a Ronald Darby out of Baltimore. He could cost you maybe $5 million a year. Uh, Chiabote Azuzi uh, from Cincinnati. He might be a little more pricey. But it won't be 12 million. It may be nine to 10 million. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting, um, he would be like a, a, a bridge corner, like a Darby would bring uh, a, be a bridge corner. You draft somebody and then you sign these guys, and again, not paying for depth. So um, let's take a quick break and we'll talk about the safeties. All right, safety position. They've got four signed right now. They have Juan Thornhill, Grant Delpit, just signed an extension. Um, DeAndre, uh, DeAnthony Bell, and of course, Ronnie Hickman. Um, Juan Thornhill has, is signed 24 and 25. 24, he has guarantees in his contract, so he's not going anywhere. Uh, they got a debate whether they're going to re-sign Rodney McLeod. He is a, uh, a favorite of Jim Schwartz, um, so that's an option. Um, if you're looking for somebody, because they'll, they'll probably keep five, maybe six safeties. Uh, if you're looking for players that uh, might hit the market, Baltimore's Geno Stone, $6 million a year. You're talking about Indies, Julian Blackman, five and a half a year. Um, Rams, Jordan Fuller, four and a half Miami's, uh, Deshaun Elliott, 4 million and chargers, a Gilman would only cost you about two and a half to 3 million. 
So what you're looking for, and like I said, you don't pay for depth. You're looking for veteran leadership. Now, has uh, any of these guys played for Greg Williams? I doubt it seriously. So um, they might as well just re-sign um, Rodney McLeod if he passes his physical. So that was the defense. Uh, of course, the special teams, they've already got their kicker and their long snapper. Let's go out and get Corey Bajorquez signed. Uh, he deserves it. So now what was I talking about signings? Um, like I mentioned before about the salary cap, there's a little nuance in it. And I'm just going to give you a very simplistic analogy. Um, it's called cash, upfront cash. Now, a lot of people will think that that is like signing bonus, uh, restructure bonus, and that kind of stuff. No, it's similar to if Jimmy Haslam wrote the player a check when they signed. doesn't count against the cap. Now, you ask, why would the owners want that? There's nothing they can do about it. The players will never negotiate that away. Their players are getting paid day one, as soon as they sign, that money goes into their bank account. Players union will never, never get rid of that. And, and then you ask, why doesn't owner, other owners do this? Well, other owners don't have an aggressive front office. Other owners don't have a GM that can uh, find talent. And other owners aren't rich enough. Jimmy and uh, D. Haslam are rich enough to do it. So... Don't worry about that. Zadarius Smith, if they decide to re-sign him, they can write him a big check up front cash. Um, also, you have to keep in mind in free agency, and I'll bring this up again when we talk about uh, tradable wide receivers, you got to look at the salary cap situation on team on certain teams. Um, you got the Texans who have a lot of money, plus they have a rookie quarterback under a rookie contract. So any Texans free agents, they're more than likely going to resign. The Bengals have a ton of money. That's why, you know, but they just don't like to spend it. But they will spend it because Joe Burrow went and lasts in forever. So you look at teams like the Steelers. Now, you know, they're always over the cap. And yet they find a way because they draft extremely well and they get rid of players at the right time. I hate to say that about the Steelers, but they do. Uh, you got the Cowboys who are over 19 million, Broncos 24 million, Chargers 45 million, the Bills are over the cap 51 million, uh, Dolphins also 51 million, and of course, leading the pack for the four straight years, the New Orleans Saints are 83 million dollars over the cap. I don't see how they do it. So, next show, we're going to talk about wide receiver trades. The last two years, Andrew Barry has not liked his second-round draft pick. So two years ago, he went out and got Amari Cooper, and last year he got Elijah Moore. Will he do it again this next year? Well, he could. So that's it for today's show. We're talk we talked about uh, defensive free agents. Keep an eye on. I'm your host, Steve Gill. This has been the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast. Uh, part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans First Sports Network. As all of you know, you dedicated Browns fans, just like the, uh, the whole crew here at Fanatical Elves Network, we're just Browns fans like you. So thanks for watching and listening and following. And we'll see you next time. We'll talk about trade targets.